This is the Infinite Success Secrets Podcast, helping to get more money into the hands of women through entrepreneurship. I'm Adrienne Weimer, and I'll be sharing everything you need to scale your online business so that you can cut out all the noise and make it happen. Because in this show, I'm letting you in on all the infinite success secrets. Welcome to this episode, Social Selling Secrets. I'm going to be spilling the tea on what is working right now and what to avoid. Now, before I dive in, one of the first things I want to level set on is the fact that sales is a part of the process of our business. We are all selling and sales, when done well, can be a really empowering experience for both you and your client. Now, I hear all the time from my clients who'll say, Adrian, I'm just not a salesperson. I'm a coach or I'm a consultant. And I know I have to sell, but I really wish I didn't have to because that's not who I am. And my invitation, a reframe on this is, is that true? Because have you ever tried to plan a vacation with your girlfriends and you're trying to get eight women to align on a destination, on a budget, on a date, you're typically selling. Or maybe you are trying to get your five-year-old to finish their plate of veggies at dinner. You, my friend, are doing expert-level selling. So we're selling all the time. We're just not aware of it. And once we start to embrace this, and as we start to view sales truly as a service, that is when things can completely change and turn around in your business. Because What is a universal truth is that if you do not have sales, you do not have a business. So sales is going to be one of those skills that you are going to need no matter where you're at in your business. And the earlier that you can level up your sales skills, the more success you are going to see. A great example of this is a lot of people will say, I need more leads. I need more discovery calls. I have a lead generation problem. And sometimes that's true, but a lot of times it's actually a conversion problem where if you have 10 sales calls or 10 discovery calls and you close 20% or two, you've got two new clients. But let's say that we took a 20% conversion rate over to an 80% conversion rate. Now that is making a massive impact in your revenue without having to do extra work. So we want to think about selling as something that we are doing all the time, that small tweaks can make a big difference. Now, I may be one of the weird ones because I've always loved sales. In fact, I love sales so much. I actually got my bachelor's degree in sales and sales management. I know I'm a total weirdo. And I learned so much through this process because even during that degree, which was a lot longer than I would like to admit ago. (laughs) There's some tenets, some principles that have never changed. And those are that sales is a relationship first experience and selling is truly a service. I view sales as a bridge. Selling is simply an invitation and a bridge between someone who really needs your work, someone who is going to be massively changed and shifted by having this experience with you and your offer. So it's literally just the bridge between someone who needs exactly what you're selling 
And when we think about what really works with sales, I'm going to walk through just five simple steps that if you do these well, are going to completely change your sales experience. So the first is leading with insights and value. When we sell, it's about how are we giving our audience value? How are we giving them a win? Whether that is an insight, a new piece of information, a freebie or a lead magnet that helps them get a win, a masterclass that you are sharing that lets them experience you. These make a really great way to warm up your audience. And this is about leading with the value. So a lot of times what ends up happening, and I'm sure if I were to come and take a peek at your DMs right now, they are likely full of tons of terrible, cold and spammy pitches. So one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they think they're only thinking about the immediate today and the now. And in that desperation, when we are trying to hit a target for the month, we will sometimes be tempted to lean into quick fixes which never work, by the way. So we'll tell ourselves, oh, I'm just going to copy and paste this one message and send it out to a hundred people or a couple hundred people or a thousand people and just see what sticks. And while you might be thinking, oh, I'm just going to play a numbers game with this, what happens in the process is you're actually eroding the relationship with your audience. And once trust is broken, it's really tough to bring that back. I had someone that I really admired who we had a relationship, we had worked together, and then I started getting spammy automated messages in my inbox, and I could tell that these were just copy and pasted, and I was like, hey, we worked together before, we know each other. And so this is not to shame her because we've all likely been in a similar scenario, but it was to show her you've got this automation going, and it's actually hurting some of the relationships that you have. So we want to really be thinking about relationship is the priority always forever. It will always be. The second is how can you be more interested than interesting? And what I mean by that is a lot of times when we hop into the DMs or when we're selling, we cannot wait to tell people about our offer. We cannot wait to just get into what it is that we can sell, whether it's a course, a group, whatever. But instead, we really want to make it about the other person. So being more interested is leaning in with curiosity because it doesn't work when we just put out our offer in front of as many people as possible. Instead, it's about putting our offer in front of the exact person who really needs that exact offer right then. And you don't know that in the beginning. You need to qualify that person. You need to ask questions to better understand where they're at. Is your program going to be a perfect fit for them? This is so important too, because if you think about getting testimonials, if you think about building the social proof behind your business and building an audience of raving fans, having that fit between the client and what you're selling is crucial. But if you're really desperate to just get the sale, you might be selling to a non-ideal client. And then they have a non-ideal experience in your program. And then you don't get the social proof or the testimonial, or it might feel like that person is disappointed or you're disappointed. So we can avoid all of that by being really strategic in the way that we're selling, really qualifying people before just trying to do a pitch fest and try to get our offer in front of as many eyes as possible. The third piece is that Being a generalist is a challenging spot to be. 
So people don't want to work with generalists these days. They want to work with specialists. Oh, I know that's a tough message to hear sometimes, especially if you're like, oh, I don't want to niche down. But it's really thinking, how can you be a true specialist? Let's say that today you broke your leg, which sounds terrible and painful. But would you want to go to your general practitioner or would you want to go to an orthopedic surgeon? That's the difference. You'd be picking that orthopedic surgeon who specializes in exactly what is happening for you. The fourth is we need to have a process for people to connect with you. If your sales strategy right now is to just throw up some social media posts, cross your fingers and hope that someone slides into your DMs, well, you might be waiting a while. So we really want to think about how are you creating intentional experiences because in sales, you're always going to have a portion of your audience that is ready to buy whatever you're selling right now. But the overwhelming majority of your audience isn't ready. They need to see you more. Maybe they just stumbled upon your account and they like you, but maybe they don't fully trust you yet. And that's normal. But we buy from people that we know, that we like, and that we trust. So intentionally, you want to be thinking about how can you create these touch points where people get to see you? We've all heard that you likely need to see someone somewhere between 7 to 12 times before you're ready to buy. But I actually think it's about hearing the same message from the same person 7 to 12 times before you're ready to buy. That is what creates the difference. So for you to create that with intention having a funnel or having even just a simple lead magnet or a webinar or masterclass, whether that's live or evergreen, where people get to come and experience you and move through a process is going to help with sales. And speaking of sales process, you absolutely need to have a sales tracker where you can start to organize where people are in the process. Are they just aware of you right now? Are they considering you? Are they at the point of conversion? Or have they already converted and are they a paying client? Because we want to move people through these phases. Now, you can't do that if you don't know where people are. And if right now, the best way that you are organizing your leads is simply by your DM inbox, well, that is going to leave a lot of money slipping and falling through the cracks because it's too hard. It's too difficult to try to connect and remember all of these conversations, especially as you get even more established in your business. And I'm always surprised by how many entrepreneurs I see out there who don't actually have a lead tracker. So we need to put a sales system and process behind our sales engine. And the last most important piece of advice that I would give around this is your mindset. So there's a real difference in your energy of sales. And when we think about sales Sales really is a transference of energy. It's a transference of belief. So if you are showing up and you're showing up with this needy energy of, I need to sign this client, I've got this discovery call, and I can't remember the last time I had a discovery call, so I have to close this. Then when you're on the call, even if you think you're being as cool, calm, and collected as possible, that energy is going to transfer over. You're gonna be putting a lot of pressure on yourself You're going to be saying, what if this person 
gives me the price objection. What am I going to say? We get really in our head. And when we're in our head during the sales call, we're not present with this other person. So being able to lean back to separate yourself from the outcome and knowing that the perfect client comes at the perfect time and in the right way, that's a far more light and empowering place to approach your sales calls. I always liken this to dating. And even though I've been out of the dating game for quite some time, so my husband and I have been together for over 10 years, so I don't know that I give the best dating advice these days. However, what I know to be true is that when you show up on a date, like if you are out on a first date with someone and immediately that person is like, you seem great. I want to get married. Do you want to get married? Let's get married. You would be running for the hills, calling up your best friend and telling them about the ridiculous, awkward and weird date that you just went on and how needy and pushy and desperate that person was. And that is never the vibe. No one wants to date that person. No one wants to buy from that person either. So if you are showing up with that energy, if you're showing up from an energy of scarcity, of lack, of fear, of worry, at a subconscious level is going to hit with that potential client. And it makes it harder. So it's almost like, how can you embrace a more leaned back energy, a lighter energy? And one of the easiest things you can do to shift this for you is to lean into curiosity and going back to being more interested than interesting. If you show up in your sales process being really curious about people, whether that's in the DMs or whether that's on a sales call, your sales will be more effective. Even when you're getting an objection, if you can lean in with, like, I'm really curious, what's making you say that right now? It's not coming from a place of convincing. It's coming from a place of curiosity. And that is going to make a really big shift. So the energetics behind sales is super important. And it's also the last thing I'll share is how important it is for you to be so excited about your offer. If you are not a 10 out of 10 on your offer, it's going to be really hard for someone else to be. So it's where are we seeing these energetic leaks in our sales process and how can we address those? And it's also knowing, again, that sales is of such high service. And if you can show up today and change one person's life, well, why wouldn't you? And in fact, to not go out there and change someone's life, to not go out there and extend an offer to someone who really needs it, that's actually a disservice to them. And I know that you're in this business. If you're a coach, a consultant, or owning your own business, I know that you're here because you are service-oriented. So when you think about sales, when you think about social selling, how can you embrace that even more? Ooh, so that is everything for today, my friend. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Infinite Success Secrets with Adrian Weimer. I'd love you to come and join other women who want to make more money online over in my free Facebook group, Infinite Success Secrets. 